with Mallory. Hi, Mallory. Hi, Dylan. How are you? Good. Thank you for sitting down. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Of course. Can you fill our audience on a little bit of your background and who you are? Absolutely. So my name is Mallory Choa. I'm a business and life coach, speaker, author, and commercial real estate broker as well. So I wear many hats. That's, that's awesome. So our slogan here is to find all odds. And when I heard your story, I thought nothing but defining the odds. Can you share with our audience a little bit about your story? Absolutely. So uh, when I was 16 years old, I was diagnosed with a very aggressive form of cancer. And uh, I was about two weeks away from dying uh, by the time they found it. And so I had to go through the whole experience of chemo and radiation and all these other things. And it was really eye-opening for me at such a young age. It changed my entire perspective. And so from that moment on, I told myself that I was going to do something really painful in my life. I survived, I'm here, and um, my whole intent for being here is to make a difference and help other people through things that I'm doing. So I'm just um, really grateful to be able to share that and hopefully inspire some people. That's awesome. So I resonate a lot with that because you're doing something through an experience that you have, which is the same why I'm doing what I'm doing. What would you say the biggest lesson that you learned when you found out you had cancer? The biggest lesson for me was um, to listen to yourself, to listen to your body, your intuition, and that help um, is really the most important thing. Um, you can't do anything, you can't be going anywhere if you're not taking care of yourself first. So to really make it a priority with everything that you do in life. What would you say you're very humble, but you are very successful? What would you say your biggest like, lesson is? in your professional world? In my professional world, I would say to take risks. So if you're playing it safe, if you're in the box, uh, you're not going to be successful. You need to be willing to lose, to have some hard experiences, and um, to really push yourself with courage. Otherwise, it's just going to be um, a lack of drive to move forward and a lack of passion. So if you're not acting with courage, if you're not really stepping outside the box, you're not going to be able to push yourself to that next level, to step into success, and if you don't have passion with what you're doing, you're not going to do it for the long term, so those are really the ingredients for success. Love that. So with, you're hosting an event soon, September 30th. Yes. And as I know a lot about that game, you learn a lot during that process. Oh my goodness. And you experience a lot. So many things that are throwing curveballs at you didn't even know were going to come. Can you share a little bit about what you're learning in that process, in that whole different game? Absolutely. It's a totally different game. Like Dylan <laughs> said, it really will um, knock you out. There's so many different pieces and moving parts that come into planning it. Um, it really comes down to people and having a good support system and being able to get out there and really share what you're trying to do um, in order to you know, get people excited, get people involved, get people saying, wow, I want to meet this person, I want to hear this story, and I'm excited to have you actually come and speak Thank you. Uh, there as well. It's just really exciting to get so many like-minded people in one room and to be able to facilitate that is really um, something that's been I have a lot of respect for you with knowing the events game, you jumping in like the way you jumped in. And I think the biggest thing that I've personally learned with the events game is you need a good community. Absolutely. And you are who you show yourself with. Right? So when you speak out, oh, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, who's there? And during the process of me building up to where I am, you learn who's really in your corner and who's not. Like, oh, I support you, I support you here, and then here's your ticket link, and then crickets. 
Yep, yep, that's exactly it. And it's, it's funny that you bring that up. I was actually reflecting on that earlier today about, you know, something that I've been learning through this process is learning when to let go, right? Learning to let go of certain people and certain, you know, situations and this or that in order to be able to step into the space that allows those people to come in, right? Who's going to support you? Who's going to be there? Who's going to say, I got your back, you know, I know a caterer, I know yeah. this person, or come to this event with me. I think that someone who's going to be there is really aligned with your mission. You know, let, let's do this. Let's grow together. So it's um, it's something that it always comes back down to people and community and yes, uh, just connection overall. So briefly, when we had our brunch, we talked about energy, right? So I, I had a long time struggling with who I can let in and let out and how to feel it out, but you can feel the energy. Like when we connected, you could feel we're here. Can you talk a little bit about energy and how you can really tell what people are about? Absolutely. Um, so I do a lot of energy work in my coaching practice uh, with my clients because a lot of the time we get stuck in our head, right? So you're constantly thinking about a million things, you're not being present. And so when you train your mind in a way to be present, you are able to feel into who people are a lot quicker so that you don't get into situations where you know you get screwed or this you know this person ends up not being what you thought, so just having that presence and tuning into your gut, your intuition, you should be able to have a better idea of who someone is, right? You know, you might get an immediate feeling like, ooh, I feel off, or my stomach hurts, or this or that, and we tend to ignore it as a society, right? It's like, oh, well, this person has this many followers, and, you know, they're doing this thing, like, of course they're a good person, like, why right. wouldn't I jump in here? And then you get down the line, you said, I knew it. I just knew, and um, that's where it comes into really developing your presence and um, your intuition as well. I love that. So with a lot of these, my viewers are younger, what would you tell your 20-year-old self and why? Um, my 20-year-old self, I would, I would say take the risks, act with courage, and get out of the box as well. So have the creativity to create a life that's really authentic to you, and that may not mean success in the conventional way. You know, money's great, finances, follows all this stuff is really important. You know, it's, it's really something that um, can get you a lot of the things that you may want in life, but really having a powerful why, your purpose, and doing it with passion is going to make your days just so meaningful and so much more enjoyable so that you can do it your entire life and really have that fulfillment. That's awesome. When you set goals, do you set small goals first and then build up to the big ones, or do you set? How do you how do you strategically build your goals? So I would, for myself personally, I might do it different from someone that I'm coaching. So people have different ways that they approach things and different ways that their brains are wired. So depending on how you are, that's how you should set goals. But for myself personally, I do it with having my vision. I visualize what I want the end goal to be. What do I want it to feel like? I put myself into that experience. I journal about it. I, I try to have like pictures or a vision board or whatever it is. And I feel into, okay, what does that 20 year thing look like, feel like, what is that? And then I let the how come. And um, I can tell you it does work because the people and the places and the right scenarios will appear. And, and when you develop your intuition, you know. And so you're like, okay, I'm on the path. And then you can break down the steps from there. So I start with the end goal, I visualize it, this is what I want, and then I implement the steps to get there. I did that with my first event, my second event, with A to B with Brandon, like, oh, we're gonna do an event. 
now what else? Which is kind of like, to most people, backwards, but it's like, let everything else fall into place. Just figure out step by step by step by step. What would you say you wanted, what is one thing you want to leave our audience with that would inspire them? I would just say at the end of the day, it doesn't matter um, what anyone else thinks or what anyone else is telling you. If you have a mission or a purpose or something that's calling you, go for it. Um, the worst thing that happens is you fail and then you figure out, okay, this isn't the right path, but this new one opened because everything we're doing here is really a journey, right? So there's no right, there's no wrong. You just have to do what, what really fires you up. And I always ask everybody, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Exactly what I'm doing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? 